There's something out there. It's horrible. It's not even a bear. It's the Harmless Entertainment Monthly Movie. Every which way but lose, you turn me. Every which way but lose. Inside the fire's burning me. In my mind, you just keep turning me. Every which way but lose. Baby, there's no excuse to turn me. Hello everyone, this is Throw Smiley and I forgot my wig. Who's joining me this week? Hey, I'm Josh Cece and you better have your EpiPen ready because there's going to be a peanut fight. <laughs> I'm Brian Lesh and I'm here to ask all the stupid questions. <laughs> I'm Alaric Weber and I'm going to be hitting you with my face. <laughs> That's You don't want to get hit with Al's face. That'll mess you up. <laughs> But he presented it like he's a server at a table. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Harmless Entertainment Monthly Movie. It's the patron-only podcast where every month we pick a random year. We nominate four movies, this month five, and you vote on which one we watch. Then we do a deep dive, tell you about the background of production, and go through the entire movie scene by scene. This month, the year we randomly chose was 1978. The movies that got nominated were Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, The Wiz, Every Which Way But Loose, The Cat from Outer Space, and Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. And the movie you chose was Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, raining again. You want to do something this evening? Of course. Not. Well, not this evening. It's raining now. I want to get out now. How about taking in a new movie? Okay. What'd you have in mind? Hey, babe, what do you think of Clint Eastwood? Oh, I think of him a lot. <laughs> this squirrel's ripping off peanuts. Thank you, squirrel. Can you imagine Clint Eastwood punching out a wise guy or laying out a bunch of guys who get out of line? Well, of course I do. Can you picture him falling hard for a sweet young thing who's got her eye on him? Oh, sure. That's easy. How about him fighting for money? Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Can you see him allowing a woman to beat up on him? Oh, now you're putting me on. In my thoughts, you're always with me. Well, what do you think of Clint Eastwood confiding his deepest, darkest secrets to an orangutan? Comes to sharing my feelings with a woman. My stomach just turns to royal gelatin. Well, what do you think now? Now you're really kidding me. It's no joke. It's Eastwood like you've never seen him before. In a new film called Every Which Way But Lose. Every Which Way But Lose. Inside the fire's burning me. In my mind, you just keep turning me. There can't be too many guys driving around this valley with an ape. Every Which Way But Lose. Baby, there's no excuse. Hey, you like to hide? Well, I used to. Better than anything. Well, almost to. Inside the fire's burning me. In my mind, you just keep turning me. Stop that, you baboon. No respect, no privacy. Every which way you do. Every which way you look, there's action, adventure, and fun. Clint Eastwood will turn you... <laughs> 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 
but it will punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit that after all these years, hearing that song finally put the title into context. Yeah. Yes. I never knew what it meant. No idea. And now I do. Yeah. I'll turn. <laughs> you're you... turning me every way. <laughs> yeah. But loose. That's the only way you're not turning me. <laughs> <laughs> so this was a musical, right? Yeah, oh God! There was like yeah. six original songs in this. There was a but not not all the way through, but a couple. There were, um, and some of them were written for them. Yeah, a number of them were written for yeah. the movie. I don't oh, know that yeah. it. Uh, I wouldn't qualify it as a musical, like say the Blues <laughs> Brothers, because people didn't just break out in song and dance on the street, and you know. Well, I the, totally agree. The Blues Brothers, However, like the Blues Brothers, is, um. They just kept picking up people <laughs> that would get mad at them and then start following them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blues Brothers being kind of oblivious. Yeah. Well, but I, sort of deal. <laughs> I was actually talking about this the other day. Um, the Blues Brothers but is so weird thing. because it's the, the music is happening because they're a band. And then all of a sudden Aretha Franklin singing in a restaurant and all the people on the street are dancing. So it is an actual <laughs> musical suddenly. It's so weird. Which I love. <laughs> Give me that over cats, man. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Blues Brothers is great, but um, we are talking about every which way but loose, <laughs> uh, which was released December twentieth, nineteen seventy eight. It was a Christmas movie, uh, obviously. Yes, clearly. It has a running time of one hundred and fourteen minutes. <laughs> it costs five million dollars, and it took in a hundred and four million bucks at the box Wait, office. It did. Yes. Adjusted for, uh, yes, that's not adjusted. No, that's not adjusted. That's what it took in at the time. Adjusted for inflation, it's still Clint Eastwood's biggest hit. Huh. Yeah, yeah. The year before was Star Wars. Yeah, this wow. wow. He and owes his career well, to Clyde. Star Wars. What was funny was looking at like looking at the uh, the box office totals for the year seventy eight. Star mm-hmm. Wars was still the number three movie of the year, when, even I'm though sure. it was released in seventy seven. And like June, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, May. Wow. May, right? May. I'm sorry, May. Yes, it was May. Wow. But, I was born in '77. Yeah. But um, yeah. June. Every which way, but loose was a humongous hit. Um, one of the biggest movies of the year, and I think it's time we play the box office top ten game. So this is going to be a little different. This is going to be the uh, top 10 movies of the year of 1978 because there's not a whole lot of week-by-week information. And as far as I can tell, only Every Which Way But Loose was actually released that week in 1978. It's before they started writing things down. Yeah, exactly. It's before they invented pencils. Um, <laughs> but So we're going to be doing the top 10 of the year. This is the top 10 of the release year. So it's movies that were released in 78, so there will be no Star Wars in it. <laughs> there will be no stuff. Now a bunch of people stand up and walk out. That's right. <laughs> That's why they were here listening to yeah. Any Which Way But Loose for Star Wars content. <laughs> um, I, uh, let's see, Josh, since huh. it was your movie that uh, your nomination, um, I was wondering if uh, you wanted to guess first where you think Every Which Way But Loose uh, ended up in the uh, top ten of the year. Well, for seventy eight, I just feel like that's uh, seventy eight. Yeah, that just is a lot of money. But okay, number two. All right, we'll Josh go is going two. with number two for every which way we went loose. Uh, let's go 
with Brian. Brian. Number four. Brian goes with number four. Al, what do you think? Hmm. Now, does it include box office <clears throat> money that came in in January? Yeah, yeah. So this is this is the movie's total altogether okay, for cool. the lifespan lifespan of its run. But it was just movies that were released in '78. Cool. Then I will wedge myself firmly between Josh and Brian at number three. <laughs> Get comfortable. Yeah. We have to hustle to stay alive. <laughs> Get real close, guys. All right. So we got uh, two, three, and four. Oh yeah. So here we go. I'm just gonna really quickly. Um, mention a few of the non-top 10 ones. I won't make you guess them, but at 20, we got Convoy. Um, the <laughs> animated Lord of the Rings was number 16. Um, wow. Midnight Express was 14. Oof. Yeah. Up in Smoke was number 13. Um, mm. Yeah. I had a I had a British friend, uh, John, who I tried to make watch Up in Smoke, and he could not make it through like half an hour. Oh, wow. Because I have a question, though. Did you get him really, 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 really high? I don't remember. Um, so probably. <laughs> um, and it was because they said the word man in every sentence. Hmm. Hmm. Just like they that, say mate. Yeah. That was just too much for him. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, it was, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's the most LSD I ever had in my life. Man. There was a lot of man in yeah. there. Yeah. You should just tell them fucking British entertainment has full of chaps and things like that. <laughs> what the hell, man? You just yeah. punch that in the face. Be like, who do you think you are, you limey son of a bitch? He's we a nice a guy. War this. He's a fun guy. So, but uh, um, okay, and uh, the number eleven was foul play, the Chevy Chase vehicle, uh-huh. and number ten. Uh, how the hell do I describe this without giving it away immediately? Um, there's no possible way. 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night, 1963, a man escapes from a mental hospital and returns to a small town in Illinois to kill again. Yeah. Man fights teenagers in Captain Kirk mask. Yes. Halloween. Yeah. Yeah, That was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, number 10. That made $47 million in its first run. Um, coming in at number nine, an in-depth examination of the ways in which the U.S. Vietnam War impacts and disrupts the lives of people in a small industrial town in Pennsylvania. Oh, Born on the Fourth of July? No, no, that was ninety-one. Oh, the deer hunter. Deer hunter, yeah. Did he mow? Did he mow? Number eight. Uh, to prove that he is still strong and powerful, a supervillain <laughs> decides to kill a secret agent. Once news of his death has been announced, the secret agent tries to take advantage of it and goes undercover to find out who tried to kill him. Ooh, which Bond is this? Oh, uh, never say never again. No. No, that was in the 80s, didn't it? <clears throat> it was. You only was lived like twice. Connery came back, right? Oh, no. That was a good guess. Hmm? It was. It's not live and let die. No. Um. It is not a James Bond movie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly wrong. Uh. Um. Revenge of the Pink Panther. 
Oh, oh damn. Oh. Had me going. Yes. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, that was number eight coming in at number seven. Oh, my lord. A police chief must protect the citizens of a small town after a second monstrous animal begins terrorizing the denizens. <laughs> I had to go, <laughs> jump through so many hoops not to just give it away. A Jaws 2. Jaws 2, oh, yes. Oh, good one. Jaws motherfucking 2. Yeah, I was like, Damn. Chief Brody, Hamity, how do I not say these words? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number six. Coming in at number six for the year. A Hollywood s- aging stuntman wants to prove that he's still got what it takes to be a great professional in this risky and underrecognized line of work. Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it just Three. called Stuntman? Nope. Uh, it's Burt Reynolds. Oh. <clears throat> and it's named after his character, actually. Oh. Oh, God damn it. Oh, yeah. It's on the tip of my brain. Um, Archer <laughs> talks about this movie bad. all the time. He does, yeah. Who does? Archer. Archer. Oh. Yeah. Hit it. Oh, oh, oh wait, I, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Uh, Stoker Race. <clears throat> no, no, yeah. but that was a good one. Isn't that a, that is that a, a racing guess. one? I can't remember. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a Hooper. It is. Oh, fucking Hooper. Hooper. Fuck him. Yeah, god damn it, Hooper. Uh, coming in at number five for the year. A Los Angeles Rams quarterback accidentally taken away from his body by an overanxious angel before he was meant to die returns to life in the body of a recently murdered millionaire. Heaven Rudy. can wait. Yes. Rudy. Yes, it, is. <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> it is heaven can wait. Yeah. It is heaven can wait, yes. Oh my god, that movie is crazy. Isn't yeah. this the remake of Heaven Can Wait? Yeah, yeah. There's one from the 40s, I think. Yeah, and then Chris Rock was in one later on. Oh, I believe. Wow. Okay, that's right. Yeah, uh-huh. it's like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. It's an easy plot to recycle, kind of thing. It is. Yeah. Now, once when you have like something that's like that high concept, you can just make it over and over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like a, a parlance, small cast stage play kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Stir up the like, death at a funeral. That's a good example. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. In 1978. 1978. The top hits <laughs> in 1978. Coming in at number four, the San Fernando Valley Adventures of a Trucker. Yeah, dog. <laughs> it is eight. <laughs> and <laughs> turned prize fighter Philo Beto and his pet orangutan Clyde. <laughs> number four. I bring up the valley. You got it, Brian. You uh, yeah. you get uh, every which point but lose. <laughs> but, I, yeah. uh, Tight. Yeah. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> uh, number three, the number three movie of 1978. At a 1962 college, Dean Wormer is determined to expel the entire Delta Tau <laughs> Chi fraternity. Dun, dun. But the troublemakers have other plans for him. Animal House. <laughs> Animal House. Woo. That, that movie is, like is problematic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. <it> is. <laughs> yes. Sure. 
it was on at the bar uh, recently, my first venture out to a bar, and it was up on the screen oh, wow. the whole time. I just kept shaking my head going, oh, yeah, yeah, this is, ooh, without, without sound, it's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I was explaining a few of the uh, set pieces to Jude, and he was like, what? What do they do? <laughs> um, number two, the number two movie of 1978, An Alien Orphan is sent from his dying planet to Earth, where he grows up to become his adoptive home's first and greatest superhero. (laughs) Yes, indeed. That was number two. There was a movie bigger than Superman in the year it was released. Wow. Wow. Any any guesses before I uh, read the description? (laughs) Lex Luthor. Top of the head guesses? Logan's run? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's bigger than Superman? The Godfather? <laughs> was it the Cap from Outer Space? It was, yes. Al. <laughs> Godfather beats Superman. Oh, oh yeah. I should see where our other pe- uh, picks came in. Um, a good girl and a greaser fall in love over the summer. When they unexpectedly oh. discover they're now in the same high school, will they be able oh, wow. to rekindle their romance? Will they? Will they? I hope not. Yeah, the That's also want. problematic. <laughs> yeah, Greece. Wella, wella, wella. Biggest movie of the year, Greece, in 1978. And the BGs. It's not their only movie, right? No, they did multiple movies that year. Oh well, did the BGs do the soundtrack? Not for Greece. Well, wait, no, they may have had a song. Know. They had a song yeah, or two. Saturday Night Live. I think Saturday Night, Night Fever. Stay, yeah, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever, Fever which was the year Sergeant Pepper. year later, I think. Because the Sergeant Pepper thing is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, all right. So we had The Wiz was number 21. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band was 23. Um, hmm. The Cat from Outer Space maybe down a ways. <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> he dived in space. Yeah, it's not in the top 55, which is all they have on Box Office Mojo. <laughs> Was that released really in know. theater, or was that a direct-to-television thing? I think it would have been theaters yeah. at the yeah. time. Yeah, I think it was a. I think it was a full-on Disney movie. That's yeah. a good question because they had the wonderful Witch world Mountain of Disney. Disney What's crazy is that number. <laughs> it didn't do as yeah, well Witch as Mountain. another. Whoa, wait, that wasn't Disney, was it? Number forty-three is the Bad News Bears go to Japan. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And meet the did Toxic they, Avenger. Yeah, did they take like uh, parasails or not parasails? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did they yeah. meet the mayor of Tokyo? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who looks like Dennis Leary? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And another Disney one, Return from Witch Mountain, was number twenty-six. So, oh, that was that same year. Yeah, Escape or Return? Return. So that is our box office top 10 game for 1978. Uh, that brings us to every which way but loose. Um, <laughs> every which way but loose. That's going to be stuck in my head for weeks, probably. Um, oh, I don't I don't know. I also like, what is it? Send me down to Tucson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Actually, a, I liked them. Um, uh, yeah, I liked a lot of the cool. songs. Monkey yeah. see, <laughs> monkey do, monkey me, monkey yeah. you. <laughs> like, yes, it's Clyde's song. <laughs> but um, so okay, this was a Warner Brothers movie, and it was made. They they commissioned this in response to uh, 
<laughs> to Star Wars. This is Han Solo and Chewbacca. So, <laughs> <laughs> to, Fernando Valley. To Cannonball Run. Um, oh, yeah. They they wanted to. Is there an, no, no, there an orangutan in the first one? Or is it the second Cannonball, Cannonball Run? Run? I can't is. remember, yeah. He's the limo driver or something. Uh, well, basically, you know, the, Burt Reynolds, he was an action star before he was a comedy star. And mm-hmm. he started doing Cannonball and Smokey and the Bandit. And Warner Brothers wanted a piece of that, like, action star turned comedy, madcap, road adventure money. So they, they went to uh, Clint Eastwood and they said, do you want to do a comedy? And he said, yes. And they said, OK, we'll get someone to write one. Um, That's exactly what happened. And for they some reason, Clyde write the whole thing. Yeah, yes, Clyde did. Where I, I really can put that down because because Clyde has nothing whatsoever to do with really any of the plot. I know they had Orangutan and they didn't use him. I I must have been thinking of the sequel because in my mind he did a lot of things. Yes, Cl- but Clyde exists like a like a woman does in most of these movies, <laughs> yes. just like a, like to help further his character development. Doting wife at the same time, right? Yeah, like, oh, exactly. I just got to get home to my wife. And he's just like, I got to get home to my ape. <laughs> in my mind, he was involved in some of the fights. Um, there were, <laughs> you know, like I'm pretty sure that's in the sequel. I think so, but it's been so many years, be. I can't say for sure. Right? Is that orangutan no kung fu in the second one? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, um. And mm-hmm. yeah. okay, so yeah, Burt Reynolds money. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they wanted that Burt Reynolds money. Um, and and this <laughs> this movie. So a, a lot of the people in this um were in like a bunch of Clint Eastwood like movies previously. It was kind of just his gang of friends. That's cool. Yeah. Um. So you know he's kind of like Adam Sandler <laughs> does now. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was uh directed by James Fargo. Uh, who uh, he directed um, uh, the Enforcer, the Dirty Harry movie. So he'd worked with Clint Eastwood before. So Clint Eastwood asked him on to this one. Um, this the Enforce. He did uh, a few other movies, but none of them did anything. So he kind of moved into TV work in the eighties. Hmm. So uh, he doesn't have much of a filmography. Um, it was written by Jeremy Joe Kronzberg. Hmm. <laughs> who has who he was he was one of the uh bikers too he played a biker in this as well as being the writer um but he also he's written three movies he has three writing right. credits in his entire yes. career every which way but loose and any which way you can and something called going ape <laughs> so he only writes ape movies i'm wondering if he owns an ape and keeps trying to get him into the movies Maybe he bought one after after this movie. He was like, I need an orangutan, man. Well, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Going ape. I really got into the orangutan lifestyle. Oh, my God. (laughs) Going ape stars Tony Danza and Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) Too many little Italians. Like, I don't know if you can see that. There's the cover. Tony Danza and Danny DeVito. Wow. Yes. What year did that yeah. come out? Because eighty one, eighty one. All right, is what you get. Wow, ape lovers, keep an eye out. <laughs> keep an eye. Coming to a theater <laughs> near you thirty years ago. <laughs> oh my god! So all right, so it, the, okay, going ape. I'm sorry. 
In this, the death of a rich circus performer father leaves, um, <laughs> leaves, is it Tony Danza? Who is it? Uh, let me see. Who plays what? Are they brothers? Okay, yeah, they yeah. better be brothers. <laughs> no, actually, no, they're not. Okay. <laughs> actually, though. So, okay. The death of his rich circus performer father leaves Tony Danza as the sole heir to a $5 million estate if he can keep his three pet orangutans safe and sound for two years. Just two years. <laughs> <laughs> monkeys. They're not cheap pets to take care of. No. no. That's the- like having a person. That's like it's the long game. Yeah. Two Je- years. Oh, my God. Jessica <laughs> Walter plays the lead, the lead uh, a- actress role. Yeah. Wow. Is she the bad to... guy? Going ape. No, she's the girlfriend. Oh, of, of, the of Tony Danza, I think. Yeah. So all right. Um Every Which Way But Loose <laughs> stars Clint Eastwood as Philo Beto. Philo. Yeah, Philo. That, yeah. That's cool. Um Clint Eastwood, I mean, yeah, I don't think I need to tell anybody who Clint Eastwood is. He got a start on Rawhide, uh, did a bunch of the spaghetti westerns, the Sergio Leone. Talks to chairs. Talks to chairs at yeah. in front of people. <laughs> yeah. He well, was, they talk back. He was Dirty Harry. Um, he's Clint Eastwood. <laughs> he was the mayor yeah. of, what town was he a mayor of? Palm Springs? Man, no, hmm. but that was Sonny Bono. Oh, yeah, that's right. Say, yeah. Bono he was, was but you're right. It, it was a small California town. He was mayor of a small California town, and I think in the 80s or 90s. Interesting. Yeah, I did Francis not know that. Yeah. yeah, he was. Um, oh, he was. <laughs> uh, he was the horse whisperer. Uh, <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, 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 he was no, no Brid- Robert Redford was no, the no, horse whisperer. I'm sorry, Bridges of Madison County. Bridges and oh, Madison County. Yeah. Same fucking thing except bridges instead yeah. of horses. Yeah, he would just talk to bridges the whole time. <laughs> yes. He was the bridge whisperer. The bridge whisperer. Girls walk over the bridge. <laughs> Don't start with the bridges. Both Jeff and Bo. <laughs> uh, uh, Sandra Locke plays Lynn Halsey Taylor. Uh, she <laughs> is very confusing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, she is. This. Uh, this I had no idea this movie was I didn't as plotless and crazy as it was. I didn't either. In yeah. my yeah, in my mind, I remembered it as being like very much like monkeys and fighting, and they do things. But no, <laughs> yeah, no one really does They're anything. On the road. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was watching with Ella. She's like, okay, now that's just over. <laughs> yeah. They just don't go back to it. Again. I I think the actual the underlying plot is his mom getting her driver's license. That's the only thing that has a beginning, middle, and end. It's the only thing that changes in the whole movie. It's the only character development there is. Except for one thing, which was very confusing towards the end. Yes. Um, So, yeah. uh, Sandra Locke. um, Her first film was uh, 1968's The Heart as a Lonely Hunter, which I have never seen. But she she got nominated for an Academy Award for it, so good for her. Um, Yeah. Uh, oh boy, she was in something. She was in a bunch of movies I've never heard of from the early seventies. Uh, she was in Kung Fu, oh, <laughs> an episode, of, an episode of Kung Fu. It appears, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's like a long order credit. Yeah, man. she was in Planet. Yeah. She was in the Planet of the Apes series. Um, also one episode. Yeah. Oh, the Outlaw Josie Wales. 
Um, oh, she, oh yeah. my God. She's also in the sequel. She's in any which way you can also. Wow. I wasn't expecting her to come back. You know, I up, saw that. Uh, like, I don't know. Just uh, she goes back to tour in LA, finds him again. I thought she, she made just, it pretty clear. Yeah. I, I guess she just can't resist the D. <laughs> the, the CED. Yeah. Uh, um, let me see. Oh my well, God. She, she hasn't met Clyde, right? In this movie? She no, does, that doesn't happen. She never met Clyde. That's why she's in the sequel. Okay, so wait, wait. The the plot of the sequel is two years later, Philo <laughs> is still fighting, living with his cousin Orville and his orangutan Clyde. Um, he decides to retire when he realizes he enjoys the pain. So one evening, he encounters his ex girlfriend, country western singer Lynn Halsey Taylor. Calling her his ex girlfriend's a little bit of a stretch. I think it's yeah. a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ex flame. Yeah, ex-flame, maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't know. The, yeah. the woman that he randomly gave seven grand to. Oh, my God. <laughs> she apologizes. They get back together and move in together <laughs> in the sequel. Wow. Oh, Philo. <laughs> Bad decisions. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, there's a new plaintiff has. fighter from the East Coast who mis- mixes martial arts with boxing. I'm sure he's uh, taking a few too many well, to the head. And yeah. the, the only people giving him advice are Orville and Clyde. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and more Clyde than Orville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so, ooh, she, oh my God. So she worked up through the eighties. She had a couple, she largely took the nineties off. Um, she had a couple small credits, but uh, in 1986, she was in a movie called rat boy. <laughs> She got nominated for a Razzie for that one. Wow. Is that a superhero movie? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Not even a man yeah. bitten by a rat. Yeah. And then... <laughs> a normally active rat. <laughs> oh, my God. She directed Rat Boy. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my Lord. The passion my project. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just love exactly. working with animals. Yeah. And she, she directed a few movies in the 90s, uh, was in a couple of things. And then from 1999 to 2018, she was in nothing. And then in 2018, she had a film role in something called Ray Meets Helen. Um, and then she I've passed away that. that same year. I've seen that, though. Now I know Rat Boy. Rat Boy. Oh. I'm Rat Boy for 86. He's a horribly yeah. deformed child. <laughs> so it's like a mask thing, but Rat <laughs> yeah. But yeah. he's named Rat he's, Boy. He's cool. Nobody looks oh my God. like a rat. Was that... You were looking down when Al held it, held it up. Okay. Oh, I see. Was that... Ac- Simpson... Actually, he looks like a young Bob Dylan as a rat. <laughs> <laughs> rat Dylan? Uh, was many dumpsters was, was that Simpsons walk. gag a reference and young rat boy when Homer thinks Bart is rat boy is that a reference to that movie <laughs> maybe. maybe I thought that was I thought they were referencing Just, bat boy but rat boy is a little scary exactly. yeah uh, okay so we got Jeffrey Lewis's Orville um, he uh, he's worked he has worked he's been working for years yes uh he has a humongous filmography um he was in a bunch of 
Eastwood movies. He, he was in High Plains Drifter. He was in Thunderbolt. Are there any that you remember really liking? That, any on the list? Um, that he was in? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, High Plains Drifter was a damn good movie. Thunderbolt and Lightfoot. Oh, that's a cool movie. Yes, he is in that. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, he was in, oh my God, The Return of a Man Called Horse. Have any of you guys oh. seen A Man Called Horse? No. Richard Harris. Richard the Harris first, plays a white. One, yeah, yeah we're, there, there were there was a man called Horse trilogy. My, I watched all three of them numerous times. I don't think I. Yeah, Richard I Harris plays an Englishman who gets captured by a Native American tribe, and it's kind of a Dances with Wolves thing, <laughs> but like way less cheesy. Hmm. Um, what kind of dancing? Yeah. Uh. So yeah, he did. Um. God, he worked for so long. I forgot he was in Salem's Lot. Um, Heaven's Gate. Oh, my Lord. Oof. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he was in Night of the Comet. Oh. That was... Oh, my God. He was in The Lawnmower Man. Hmm. He was in Maverick. God, he worked for so long. So long. Um, his final role was 2018. High and outside. Wow. He had like a wow. he had like a fifty year film career. Right on. Yeah, good for him. Two hundred and twenty five acting credits. Woo. You good. Yeah. Oh, he's the father of Juliette Lewis. Oh. What? Really? Yeah. Jeffrey Lewis, father of yeah. Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Huh. Holy shit. That explains you can a lot. you can see a little bit of the face too, once you know and look at them both. Yeah. yeah picturing it but uh yeah um beverly d'angelo is echo <laughs> okay she should have ah, been i was waiting for somebody to say what <laughs> what yeah that's true echo. She, she should I, I, I thought she should have been the love interest until the love interest showed back up at the end but. yeah beverly she was great she was my favorite well, part of this movie other than clyde and maybe <laughs> maybe ruth uh What's her face? Yeah, I've Mom. loved her my whole life. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's... Um, oh, my God, she was in Annie Hall. Wow. Yeah. That's her very first film role. Um, she was with Al Pacino for, like, a couple decades. I don't know if oh, they wow. still are, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so she... I mean, the first place I saw her would have been Vacation. That's where mm-hmm. I would have discovered her, definitely. Yeah, first one, yeah. Um, but, yeah, she is... She's great. Uh, Coal Miner's Daughter, um, Hair. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. uh, Made to Order. (laughs) Oh, High Spirits. You guys remember that movie with uh, Peter O'Toole? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one was great. But yeah, so um, mostly known as uh, the mom from the Vacation series. Ellen. Ellen, yes. Griswold. Ellen Griswold, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Ruth Gordon played Ma. <laughs> Good old Ruth. Yep. Woo. Uh, Harold and Maude. Yep. Oh, God, that movie's Harold cool. and Clyde. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. Um, she. Wow. There's a picture of her from 1930. She. <laughs> she. I, I forget she was a young woman at one point. I bet you were some before television. Yeah. <laughs> I bet she was. <laughs> oh my God. Um, she got her start 
Oh my God. She got her start in 1918. No, 1915. She appeared as an extra in a silent film in 1915. Holy shit. She was born in 1896. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. She was, she was almost. Wow, she was like, yeah, no, she eighty, yeah, eighty. She would have been eighty years old then, <laughs> but yeah, she got Where her start it? in silent films. Wow, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at these pictures of her. She was like, she was like a leading lady, like, 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 um, <laughs> yeah. Wow, Ruth Gordon. I had she no was idea. Like, she had a prosperous career before the market crash, before the depression. She had already been working that much. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. Wow. Ruth Gordon. Uh, John Cade as Choya, the leader of the bike gang. Uh, John Quaid, maybe, I think. Um, he uh, was, uh, let's see. Um he was in High Plains Drifter also, The Sting. Um, he was really familiar. I feel like maybe The Sting is where yeah. I really know him from. His face was familiar. Yeah. Oh, he was in La Bamba. <laughs> His final role was, and you thought your parents was weird, were weird. In 1991, <laughs> he played Walter Kotzwinkle. <laughs> With the Fresh Prince and Jeff. <laughs> Don Vadas as Frank, the assistant head biker. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah were there bylaws it seemed like a sort of loosey-goosey operation it, did, but... yes. it didn't seem like there was a lot of hierarchy <laughs> <laughs> meetings yeah. and such there's a oh my god i got so many bikers roy jensen as woody who was the secretary biker oh my god they all that was a gag they all <laughs> have titles <laughs> bill mckinney as dallas the treasurer <laughs> william o'connell <laughs> as elmo the sergeant at arms <laughs> Elmo the Sergeant in Arms. Uh, and Jeremy Joe Kronsberg, the writer, played Bruno. Um, we, uh, God, we had a, yeah, I'm not going to go through everybody. We had Mel Tillis, um, was the MC at the Palomino, um, uncredited. Mel Tillis, uh, country western singer. Um, yeah. Charlie and, Rich is also. Yes. Charlie Rich was in this. Phil Everly. Um, was Whoa. in this as a uh, singer. Yeah. Um, it had a, the soundtrack. Let's see. Um, had two number one songs on it. The mm. every which way, but loose, which was an Eddie rabbit song. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Coca-Cola cowboy, which was a Mel Tillis song. Both mm. of those hit number one on the hot country singles chart. Hmm. Yeah. Um, not send me down to Tucson. That that was a that was a hit the previous year. It oh. wasn't written for this movie. Oh, and it did hit number one, but uh, it wasn't an original song for the movie. Wow. Yeah. So um, yeah, that about wraps up our production for it. Um, oh, I'm pretty sure the other guy at the bar mm-hmm. in one of his earlier fights um, it was James Whitmore. Is that his name? He played Brooks in the Shawshank Redemption. Oh. Okay. Huh. I uh, yeah, I went back a couple of seconds and then just watched him and I think so. Wow. That makes sense. Was he the guy that was 
fighting with his guitar on stage? Uh, no, he was sitting in between Peanut Problem Guy <laughs> and Pilo. <laughs> Peanut Problem Guy. <laughs> Just doesn't like to share. That's problem. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got Peanut Problem. Um. Wow. There's a pill for that. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, by the way, just uh, the uh, guy that took uh, Ruth, uh, the uh, Moz picture at the uh, end at the uh, DMV mm-hmm. was George Chandler, um, who <laughs> also got his start in silent film. Born in 1898, um, he succeeded. <laughs> he succeeded Sorry. Ronald Reagan as president of the Screen Actors Guild in 1960. Um, oh, far he, out. He was in huh. Lassie, um, has, looks like. He was Lassie. He was Lassie, yes. <laughs> has, has hundreds of film roles. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, this had quite the cast for 1978. Uh, I understand now a little bit more that, like, <laughs> if you were born in the late 1800s and you're around for, like, 1967, now I get why it's, like, these kids are confusing and frightening. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. You worked in silent film and now all of a sudden you have to be in like Harold and Maude. <laughs> like, yeah. All the world was black and white. All the world was silent. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's very, you were born in Victorian times. <laughs> yeah. Napoleon was washing up. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Kaiser had not yet. <laughs> oh my god! No, it's so that's so incredible. Yeah, no, it it really is. That is crazy. Um, well, it's my, my great grandmother. She was born in the 1800s. Mm. Um, I met her numerous times when I was a child in the 80s. Um, but she came west. She went from um Tennessee to Texas on a covered wagon when she was a child. And wow. she, in her later years, she liked to hit me with her cane and tell me television was going to rot my brain. <laughs> she wasn't wrong. Here's, yeah, she here's wrong. another blow to the head. She also, my dad tells me a very racist story about her being at the zoo and seeing a family of African-American people in the 60s. So I won't repeat it here, yeah. but it was very racist. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yes. Her name was Mama Hamill, and she, she, uh, yeah, born in Tennessee, died in Texas. Of course, racist. Who's gonna sit down? It's like I don't know. Yeah, no. Born in the eighteen hundreds. Born in the eighteen hundreds, and you're in Texas. Yes, you're racist. <laughs> this movie was reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. Ooh. Oh, there they are. That's the photo. Of <laughs> Roger begins with Clint Eastwood's latest movie, Every Which Way But Loose. Too loose might be the problem here, Gene. This movie has the usual Clint Eastwood violence and humor, but it goes soft around the edges and it just doesn't work. Every Which Way But Loose is a pleasantly goofy comedy where Eastwood hits the road with an orangutan sidekick named Clyde. Now, Eastwood okay. and Clyde become great friends and drink a lot of beer together, and one of the movie's funniest scenes, Eastwood gets Clyde fixed up by smuggling him into the female orangutan cage at the zoo. I wonder if his date that night was named Bonnie. Famous movie couples. Anyway, Eastwood also gets involved in a feud with a motorcycle gang. And here he is in his pickup truck with Clyde. Now, the guys he's chasing are gang members. And they get a free car wash without even filling up their tanks. Of course, they're pretty well tanked up already. Not one of the great comic scenes in movie history. (laughs) Clint Eastwood fans will probably like the fight scenes in this movie, though. They make Eastwood's punches sound like a Naugahyde sofa being slapped with a ping pong paddle. 
But the movie doesn't Ooh. really hold together. It's a disjointed, Runs uneven comedy that keeps on losing its way. Every which way but loose. It's just too loose and not up to Clint Eastwood's usual standards. It sure is uneven, and I think those two clips really show the strength and the weakness of the film. I would have loved the picture if it had been just about Eastwood with that ape. I mean, it's a great <laughs> movie couple, and doesn't that say something about what it takes to be an actress? I mean, it's uh, very good. But then, as you said, we get that gang, and it's what? a bunch of 15-year-old men who look like they belong in a bowling alley, not on motorcycle bikes. I, I can't understand it. I think Clyde is an actor, by the way, Gene, but I do agree with you. They have a wonderful on-screen rapport, especially when they're kissing. I think Clint Eastwood has been certainly saying that Clyde is a very warm simian. Well, it's a real ape. I mean, you don't want to confuse Ooh. anybody, but I don't know. Do you know why he puts in those strange comedy stuff that really is beneath him? I, he's strongest. I've always been a big fan of his in the stuff like Dirty Harry and the Gauntlet, yes. which is the straight action stuff. I think when he gets into a comedy, maybe he relaxes too much. He lets down a little, lets stuff in that wouldn't be up to his usual action standards. All right, well, let's move from a comedy to outer space. Okay. Both Roger and I thought Clint Eastwood's the cat from outer space rated <laughs> yeah, had more dumb moments. The ape than and the ones. action hero from outer space. I couldn't tell that he had switched back names. to talking about Clint. Yeah. I thought they were still talking about Clyde, and he's like, "I loved all of his work." <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so uh, every which way but loose has thirty-seven. Yeah, has thirty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. There you have it. Yeah. So that is it for the reviews. Are you guys ready to get into the movie itself? Monkey yep. see, monkey do. <laughs> <laughs> monkey me, monkey you. Here we go. This is Every Which Way But Loose. Every which way but loose. You're spinning me. <laughs> Sorry, I feel obligated. Jude, Jude was singing that Sing song. That <laughs> <laughs> like, just to himself walking around. Just like... <laughs> it's crazy, crazy catchy. That's an that's an earworm. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, we open on L.A. 1978. We have five well, no, full minutes of Clint Eastwood driving. <laughs> we open with in five the minutes Fernand, in the valley. In the in valley. valley. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, there's so much of like blue collar San Fernando Valley, like, like the, like Southern California. Like it made me really nostalgic for a time and place. I didn't live. <laughs> uh, what cracks me up is the, the motorcycle gang, the black widows, those bad asses on the back of their jackets. They were the Pasadena chapter. Paloma. <laughs> what was it? Paloma. Paloma. I saw one guy with the Pasadena, so maybe he was from a different chapter. So the thing that really <laughs> spelled similarly. The thing that really blew my 14-year-old's mind was all the swastikas on the biker jackets. Yeah, yeah. man. Because uh to someone who's like just grown up in the Trump era, like it's a whole different it hits different than than it did yeah. in 78 with some like silly old middle-aged bikers. But it was to distinguish they were the bad guys. Yeah, absolutely. At least it was that. Mm -hmm. To draw yet another comparison to the Blues Brothers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, and I, I think it was by Nazis. It wasn't until the second watch through when I realized cuz they kept doing like the like 50s like uh rock and roll sax hits whenever the the Black Widows would show up that like <laughs> do oh, up, do me like up. oh, this is yeah. an old 50s bro, 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 biker bro, bro, gang bro. that just never stopped. <laughs> I met him at the candy store. Like they've been in the same biker gang Later. for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Since they were little kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because they're all in their 50s. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
There's uh, not a lot in the valley. Not a lot shaking. <laughs> There's not. So uh, pornography is made there now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we meet Philo. He's driving a truck. He's delivering to some sort of construction-y place. He flirts with some ladies. Um, <laughs> Did you guys notice that a piece of wood fell off the back of his truck? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sloppy. It wasn't tied down. Oh, Philo. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he's just the driver, though. You got to blame the uh, the loaders for that. That's yep. true. Orville. <laughs> Clyde. Um, so he uh, heads to a bar. He has some beer and some peanuts. Too many peanuts, some might say. <laughs> you walk in, in mid-joke. Yeah, he's getting him for Clyde. Like, he's right. great. Well, either way, there are more peanuts to be had. Either way, those are bar peanuts. Those aren't that right. guy's peanuts. <laughs> and if they are, there will be more soon. It's weird to have peanut problems. It's weird. It's weird to have peanut problems. It's weird to call somebody a squirrel for eating peanuts, which you are also eating. Yeah. yeah. Squirrel. Um, it's like, all right, in, I guess we're going to fight. In the time of COVID, however, if someone dipped their hand into my bowl of peanuts. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Sure. If we look, let's or look through the whole movie. Mix. Let's look through the whole movie. And then 2021 context <laughs> starting from here. Okay. Well, we're in for some trouble. <laughs> well, those would be like local artisanal peanuts. <laughs> They'd be served on a board. <laughs> you know you what? Know I know they're yours. You know what I noticed? And I was wondering if this was for the film or if that's just how it was. How tiny Clint Eastwood's glass of beer was. It was like <laughs> six to eight ounces. It was, it was like a can size. Mm-hmm. It was a tiny glass of beer. Well, maybe it was being sold by the pitcher, like real good. Oh deals yeah, yeah, uh, uh, rem- yeah. We used to get uh, pitchers of beer, and they would have like eight or ten ounce glasses. Mm. Um, yeah, there was a place in Chicago everybody. we loved where it was like you paid a cover, and then it was twenty five cents a beer. But they were in, you know, they were probably four ounces, six ounces. So they were a quarter. Well, either way, he goes in, gets one six ounce beer, slams it, gets some peanuts, <laughs> yeah. and leaves. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he gets in a fight <laughs> with the guy. <laughs> he, he wins. He, he knocks him unconscious uh, and leaves the bar. He heads home to where his brother Orville and his mother are on their way to the DMV to try to get Ma her driver's license because she keeps failing the test. Uh, she <laughs> was wondering if she should have worn her wig. <laughs> Uh, Philo spends time with Clyde as orangutan. Ma fails her test again. And then that they night- introduced Clyde in a sort of Pink Panther. Speaking of that, from in a Pink Panther Cato type yeah. way. Because mm. I was like, oh, the the ape escaped and he was hiding in there. But no, this is a little thing they do. Yeah, <laughs> they have a little little wrestle. A tussle. He was adorable with the ape. You could tell Clint himself. He'd be like, ah. You know, like, Clint, the way you grab your dog's face off yeah. no. and just kiss it. And like, Clint, Eastwood, Clint Eastwood and Clyde. Oh, I didn't mention who Clyde was played by. Um, <laughs> Danny, Tony Danza. <laughs> no, Cannonball Run 2, it's Tony Danza. And this, I think it is. And this <laughs> but anyways, go on. Um, but no, I was just saying Clint Eastwood and Clyde had a really 
really great uh, chemistry. <laughs> like better yeah. better than him and better than- <laughs> him and the, and the woman. Yeah. We 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 did mention it. His name, the orangutan's name. At one point, it was Manus. Manus the orangutan. Manus. Okay, that's right. Um, in- this week on Manus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, in any which way you can, they changed the orangutan, and it was played by two in that one. All right. So um, let's see. Uh, that night, Orville tells Philo. That his mom's mad because Clyde came into her house that morning and ate her cookies and took a dump. <laughs> um, it's just typical ape shit. Yeah, that's that's ape stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next day, Philo competes in a bare knuckle fight in a construction yard. He wins, and he and Orville make some money. Uh, that night. Philo and Orville go out to a country bar. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they, they don't exactly. I know that when I go to when I go to a honky tonk, I always get a big bowl of chowder. Clam chowder. Well, you've got to be careful, Josh, because someone someone may roofie the clam chowder or <laughs> with your dent. Uh, yeah, denture. Yeah, who's? I assume it was their mom's teeth. No, they're Clint's probably, right? He's a bare knuckle boxer. Oh. He didn't they didn't come out of his mouth? No, they didn't come out of no, his mouth. They he came, got him from no, Orville. Orville. Came out of Orville's pocket. Orville. Yeah, uh, or, or Orville had teeth in his pocket, yes. <laughs> the imaginarium. <laughs> All right. He, he can pull anything out of the magic. <laughs> so um yeah, there's a young woman, Lynn Halsey Taylor, performing. She and Philo hit it off. Um, he gives her a ride home. They kiss a little bit, but she tells him her boyfriend's home. So Philo can leaves anybody, her. I'm sorry. Did, can anybody figure out why two different times Mel Tillis like was reluctant to say her last name, the end, the hyphen <laughs> name, like Lynn Halsey Taylor? I <laughs> did that twice. I feel like he just kept forgetting it. Like it seems it, like there was motivation behind it, but yeah. I, I mean, maybe, but maybe he has a daughter that he wants to be singing. I, I, based on the joke, I, I would think she was like his ex-wife or something, or you know. Oh, wow. to, oh huh. The, the hyphen, but see, that wasn't. <laughs> that's just a harebrained theory because they didn't pay it off. No, Even they didn't. Mel said it twice. I feel like it was just a weird reading, but who can say? Who can say? There's so many layers to this film. <laughs> Different <laughs> ways to read the text that it could be anything. Um, so, uh, all right. Um, yeah, Philo leaves her, but tells her he'll see her again. Then the next day, Philo and Clyde are driving when they encounter a couple of bikers. They make fun of Clyde. Uh, they throw their cigar into... Uh, the open window of Philo's truck. So Philo does what any reasonable man would do. <laughs> hunts them down. He hunts them down like dogs. He essentially attempts to murder them. It seems like if it happens, he's fine with that. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, it's, it's 2021 and I still feel like the novelty of an ape in a car. <laughs> would be delightful my first yeah. instinct would be like you dumb motherfucker and you dumb ape well they they were kind like, of holy fuck there's a 
There's an orangutan right there. Yeah. Well, these guys, like, at first they were kind of like, hey, it's an ape. And then, like, when Clyde flipped them off, they're like, fuck you, <laughs> <No>. ape. <laughs> That's personal. That came a little... Yeah. Screw me, screw you. <laughs> and he throws his, like, cigar in the cab. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He threw the cigar in the cab of the truck, yes. So, all right. Um, he eventually <laughs> steals a street sweeper. <laughs> To chase them down after his car spins out. Was that a street sweeper or was that an oil? Oh, like it was a, an oil thing. It was like a paving oil okay, thing. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Hmm. Um, That's why they were all slippery. Okay. His, his car stalls out because uh, Clyde pulls the keys out of the ignition. Yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. Clyde was like, please, Philo, don't hurt them. I've seen this too many times. <laughs> I want to stop running. I want a family. <laughs> um, he, <laughs> he's like, I'll be goddamn if you say something about my. I'm so, I will kill you. <laughs> so, all right. Um, eventually, Clyde drives it through a produce packing facility. Um, they escape on a train. The uh, bikers and. Uh, apparently, Philo ends up <laughs> with their bikes. Yeah, these two guys were prepared to start a whole new life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we, Wherever this takes us. <laughs> like we're on no the pain. run from an orangutan. <laughs> we have no choice. <laughs> we got to go into primate protection program. <laughs> um, so that night, Lynn and Philo go on a date or... I assume they do. They at least drive around in his truck for a while. Um, and the next morning, uh, they have breakfast with Orville when a couple bikers, apparently from the same gang, come into the diner and try to buy her a beer. Uh, and then the most hardcore power move ever. <laughs> he just was- turns around with the beer and like nods and thanks them. Yeah, for sure. That Bad is some ass. straight up baller shit. Yeah, thanks for the beer. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're in the Black Widow Biker Club. <laughs> Do you see this poorly done tattoo? <laughs> this, Do you see it? This tattoo, which is really, really badly drawn. I thought the tattoo was a tick at first. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Lyme disease is no joke. <laughs> and if Do you, you know that Lyme disease kills more people than rattlers every year? <laughs> <laughs> Think about know. that. <laughs> Take it to the bank. Um, so, all right. Uh, they head outside. Philo beats them up and takes their motorcycles too. You know, there's a lot of crimes being committed by a lot of people and the, (laughs) not the least of which is the police. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Their story is inexplicable. Yes. This is a, well, this is a lawless time in a lawless town. San Fernando. <laughs> San Fernando Valley. In the 70s, yeah. Encino. <laughs> they should have called this the outlaw Philobetto. Yeah. <laughs> um, Josie Wales. Uh, so the next day, Ma voices her uh, displeasure about Clyde visiting her in her house and making a mess <laughs> and stealing her cookies. Meanwhile, the yeah. Black Widows are having a meeting about their problems with Philo. They decide to go find him and get revenge. That now night. that I know they all had official positions, it would have been nice if they had taken minutes and the treasurer had <laughs> yeah, to account totally. for the. <laughs> yeah. 
the money. Well, the uh, treasurer, I imagine, is a busy guy because they keep getting their motorcycles yeah, stolen. Right. Those aren't cheap. They're those, the sons of malarkey. <laughs> <laughs> the sons of malaise. <laughs> um, yeah. Come on, Jack. So, uh, all right. Um, Philo buys Lynn some new clothes with the money he made selling the Black Widow bikes. He buys her a fucking space suit. <laughs> yeah. Very shiny. Yes. Dude, that's what country Western singers wore. In 1978. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a polyurethane jumpsuit. Well, it's at least what unlucky in love bachelors who live with apes. <laughs> think that think country in the West. Friends are. <laughs> yeah. uh, Saw this in the circus. Um, they're chased by an unseen person in uh, who uh, takes a shot at them with a shotgun. Lynn tells Philo that it's her boyfriend. So they go back to her trailer. Um, she convinces Philo not to beat him up to let her handle it. And Philo gives her the rest of the bike money. And tells her to break up with the boyfriend, whose name is Skyler, and come stay with him. Uh, when he shoots off his shotgun, it goes through his own windshield. Yes. And mm. and then when they get home, the windshield is unbroken. I noticed. Mm, continuity errors, man. Yeah. Um, so the next day, Orville and Ma go to try to get her license again. <laughs> Uh, Philo and Clyde go to meet Lynn, but they find that she and her boyfriend and her trailer are all gone. The man that runs the park tells them that they went to Colorado. Maybe Denver. Yeah. So let's think about that. Um, he, they're in Southern California. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they need to go to Denver. So they definitely took the long way by oh heading down to Albuquerque. They went to Albuquerque from where they were. It's so out of the way to get to Denver from yeah. Southern California. Yeah. yeah. You go up through Vegas, right? Right. Yeah. 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 And then across Utah and yeah. Or at least Northern at, Arizona. Yeah, you could go at Tahoe. You could cross over. Yeah. You could do the Northern Grand Arizona. Canyon. Northern yeah. Arizona or Southern Utah, like through Moab. Like, but like um also Maybe he had warrants. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> maybe fighting people. Uh, be. But did he some did he somehow have a bead on her like tour schedule? No, no, he didn't. But he no. does. He does end up in of. all the towns where she, she yeah yeah is singing. Well, everybody <laughs> seems to figure yes. out a lot of things about where everybody is with no real <laughs> no like explanation yeah. as to how. Just yeah. No explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Their explanation. Because, uh, all right, so Dig, not only did he take the long way to Denver, so did she. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, and yeah, I think their explanation is just it's 1978 and we're in a movie with Clint Eastwood <laughs> and a monkey. <laughs> we're going to take the back roads. They <laughs> did. They took, they, well, yeah, that's another thing is they never went on a freeway ever. Wow, it's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the one that confused me it was uh, and made me start looking at the map was when they ended up in uh, the, the the small town historic Georgetown. Yeah, historic oh. Georgetown, which is 
to the west of uh, Denver. Um, but mm. so they would have had this was after Santa Fe. I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead, but this is after Santa mm. Fe, and they went up through this weird valley of tiny little roads to get to historic Georgetown before they end up in Denver. Yeah, none yeah. of this makes any so sense. They, they went around so they could go up through four corners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. without thinking that, yeah, I, I don't know. They were they were sightseeing too. I, I guess so. Oh, they're definitely some easy ambling and rambling guys. They are. I suppose they, yeah. Two I, great yeah. apes. Well, and honestly, <laughs> doesn't, and Orville. doesn't Orville have it made? He's got his girl. Yeah. They make some money by his brother fighting. He yeah. doesn't have to do any of the fighting. They just kind of ramble. He drinks beer while they drive, and he camps and sleeps with his 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 new fruit stand gal, who's uh, little Beverly D'Angelo hottie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the life of Riley. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Philo goes back to the bar where he met Lynn. She left him a message that she had to leave. On the way out, he bumps into a guy sparking a bar brawl. He beats the guy <laughs> and in his she friend. she signs the bar napkin Lynn Halsey Taylor. Yes. <laughs> Not just Lynn. And I was hoping there'd be ellipses and then Taylor underneath. Just like Mel Tullis's delivery. <laughs> Lynn Halsey <laughs> Taylor. Taylor. She was like, someday when I'm famous, this will be worth something. Keep the napkin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because there was that. Yeah. Okay, we'll get there. But um, yeah, it turns out that the guys that he got in a bar brawl with uh, are cops. So he leaves. Which can we acknowledge? He gets into he gets into a fight with one guy, and yeah. everybody in the bar starts fighting everybody else. Yeah. I mean, it's a country and western yep. bar in 1978, Al. What do you expect? Yeah. yeah what I else are they supposed to do? I guess that's what I expect. I the internet won't be that invented for years. Rawhide. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, everybody was kung fu fighting. Not just a couple of people. No, everybody. Including the, the guitarist and singer on stage who, yeah. re- who wrecks his guitar and then oh, just has one right the there. Yeah, I was playing my beat him up. I was playing my my fighting guitar. Yeah. <laughs> my fighting. You brought guitar. a guitar to a guitar fight. <laughs> you you brought a monkey to a guitar fight. <laughs> no, Clyde stays. He's an out of sight. Not yeah. a monkey. Yeah, Clyde doesn't he's go into the bar. There. No. Um. So all right. Uh. Philo goes home and packs up. Clyde and Orville go with him. They're heading out to Colorado to find Lynn. Um, we're almost halfway through the film at this point. <laughs> and if there is a plot, it's maybe starting up right about now. Maybe. If there's I'm not one, sure. I don't know if there is one. Um, meanwhile, the cops that Philo beat up decide to use their medical leave time. <laughs> to find Philo <laughs> <get revenge. laughs> Yeah, Ella pointed that out. He says it so sinisterly. <laughs> I'll use I'll use my medical leave. Like, oh, shit, no. He got beat up, so he's on medical leave. <laughs> and so he's gonna go get revenge on this guy. But he's on such a tight schedule that he's like, I've got two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking about murder, but he's like, why did they go through lower Arizona and then up to Albuquerque? 
Uh, I only have 10 days. (laughs) My insurance isn't going to pay for it if we go through Albuquerque. I'd like to think that they actually took Route 66. I think they might have. That's that's plausible. Makes sense. Uh, It's like revenge. I have such a big copay on revenge. (laughs) (laughs) Dip into my 401k. I'm going to find this ape loving son of a. No, he didn't know he had an ape either. No, <laughs> no, the ape Clyde is not a plot point. At no, no point he's ever does Clyde like like yeah. fall into the narrative. He's just there to be a monkey. He's, he's on the deal. I, I feel like that that is how the Black Widows found uh, Ma's place. Uh, how so? Well, when they were in their meeting. Um, one of the comments was how many guys are riding around the valley with an ape? And the answer was seven. They had to go to seven houses. <laughs> they did that check the cops do. Yeah. Like on makes of cars. Yeah. <laughs> seven different apes. <laughs> oh, uh, a while back there was a pretty clever line from Clint Eastwood where she's like, where'd you get the money? And he's like, I, I took it off some widows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Bam, you saved it. So, all right, um, on the road, Philo and Orville pick up a fruit stand girl named Echo. What? Echo. (laughs) Thank you, Al. What? Um, I failed you the first time. (laughs) Bluka. Yeah. (laughs) I told her you had the clap. (laughs) Did the lady think... She was going to get yeah. the clap from the fruit through quad cantaloupes. Clearly. Yeah. I hope that that was not her fruit stand because she up and bailed. Yes. Well, she did say she lived around the corner. So I assume the okay. person who owns it probably lived at the fruit stand. It's <laughs> <laughs> good assumption. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh, the life. Life in Southern California in the late 70s seems so idyllic. Just yeah, fighting yeah. and drinking and working at fruit stands. Join the weather. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, the Black Widows, meanwhile, are looking for Philo. They get beat up by some truckers. Um, and then a couple of them lose their bikes again. Uh, like, these these random truckers in just this restaurant they go into and they just start making trouble for no reason. <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. And it's always sort of a uh, trouble on like a teenage level. Yeah. You know, they're wearing Nazi regalia and they're also spilling the straws on the floor. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Just like, well, hey, screw your little duck. And what makes him really mad is the guy says, says, if you leave right now, I won't tell everybody you drink horse piss. <laughs> it's, like, it's everybody. Everyone's here. Right. Everyone I know in this town is here. like, I've been in this biker gang for 35 years. I don't know anyone else. The guys know I drink horse piss. Let's get up, let's get up to hijinks. Well, what made what made the the bikers initially angry was the waitress saying, "You want to walk? You want to talk? Take a walk. You want to eat? Take a seat." <laughs> yeah. yep. dude, I don't know if that was the treasurer or not, but. <laughs> battle against him. He's like, you, then, you're rhyming at me, lady? <laughs> <laughs> a freestyling 
all over your shit. It's like, all right, rap battle it is. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, let's see. Uh, the That night, um, I'm sorry, the next morning, the uh, Black Widows arrive at Ma's house looking for Philo. She scares them off with the shotgun. They lose even more bikes. She blows up so many bicycle or uh, motorcycles. At least so two. Yeah. yeah. Yes, she does. She's she's crack shot. Off. Those but are incendiary rounds. Did yeah. we miss the um like uh the orangutan brothel? No, no, that's coming scene? up. That's coming up. Oh yeah. No, that yeah. that Oof. okay. We okay. gotta stop Sorry. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, right. So, all right, the cops get pointed to Denver by the trailer park manager. Then the Black Widows show up. He also tells them, he's telling everybody where this lady went. <laughs> Snitch-ass neighbor, man. Right? Yeah, exactly. The first visit's from the police. Nope. Next visit is from bikers. Yep. Both mm-hmm. cases. Well, and, uh, she'd and the crazy ex-boyfriend who wants right. to follow her across the country. <laughs> right. The hard um, way. Putnam, the the cop Putnam, calls her Lynn Halsley Taylor, mm. and then yeah. then Herb corrects him, Lynn Halsey Taylor. I, I don't know if that was part of the Mel Tillis rule of three. They never had a three. Yeah, maybe the Mel Tillis rule of three. There shall only be three Mel Tillises at any time. <laughs> No, the Mel Tillis rule of three is there's only two beats to the joke. <laughs> That's why it has a special name. Um, the the plural of Tillis is Tilli. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many Tilli are there? Three. Good. Oh. I uh, work. I worked with Mel Tillis's nephew one year. So did Josh and Eli, but in Arkansas, ah. I worked him with him the uh, following year. Oh, Tony was still there. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Did <laughs> did He's he turn you every which way but loose? N- no. Okay. He, he was a good boy, but uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Okay. Um, he he turned us any which way we can. Ah, that's right. All right. No, he was a friend. He was friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so then then we catch up with Lynn. She's in another bar somewhere, performing and meeting guys, just like she did with Philo. Um, there was a point where she's okay. She stopped singing, and then I think I think Mel Tillis starts singing, and and Jude was like, "Oh my god, are we gonna have to sit through an entire song?" And I was like, "I don't know. It's 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 very possible." Uh, Mel wasn't at this bar. Okay, so it wasn't Mel. Who I can't remember who it was. Might have been uh, a different bar. Yeah, later. I, I, I remember. Yeah, but um, yeah. Uh, the pacing of this film made him lose his 14 year old mind. <laughs> like he enjoyed it, but he was like, yeah. nothing is happening and it's happening right. really slowly. Yep, Has he seen blues brothers? Not yet. <laughs> oh man. I told him that that's yeah. That's what because, happens in blues brothers, but well, with better music. Yeah. Well, yeah, nothing happens, but also it's ha- in blues brothers. Nothing's happening really fast. Yeah. Well, there, and there's a goal. The, that's to save the orphanage there's not no even getting to denver is not real important he's just trying to get stick wet huh? the whole yeah. time yeah but sort of sort of a half-heartedly yeah. Yeah. come up when she loses it 
Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's half-heartedly. He is fighting a motherfucker everywhere he goes. He's really putting his body into this. Yeah, but that's what he does, right? That's how yeah. they make their living. Yeah. It's the only language he Which speaks. is why I think it's odd that he does free fights. <laughs> like over peanuts. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, like you that. know what? You know, it's like if you're a barber, don't do it for free. Yeah, you don't cut well, hair. Well, like he said about the sequel, he finds out that he just loves pain. And yeah, that's, that's why right. he has to stop fighting. I just love it. Uh, you can slam your hand in a door. No. I feel like the peanut fight was probably just practice. Yeah. Yeah, some peanut practice. He's <laughs> like, oh, I wish a peanut would. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Philo and Clyde leave Orville and Echo what? to get a drink. They go to a strip club and a porno theater. <laughs> yep. We see them walking out of a porno theater. <laughs> yes, yep. suddenly it's the forty-year-old virgin with Clyde. Right. And I'm going to get you laid. Like the strip, the strip club. Like, all right, they're getting a drink at least. It's a bar. Like, okay, but <laughs> porno theater. Yeah, better watch out. There's at least one dude in there who's into it. Is there the fucking ape? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, or would he's like, the opportunity presented to him? He's like, I've Holy trained shit. for this moment for years. An orangutan, that's my he's fetish. Like, sure, I'd like to get to the front of the line. Sure. <laughs> so, if anybody's at- fucking the ape, it's Clint. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Philo decides at this point that Clyde needs a girlfriend, so he wakes up Echo and Orville, and they take Clyde to a zoo to find him a lady orangutan. <laughs> and did they? It, it no, the appears door is locked. No, no, he goes no, it was, in. It was very dark down there. Well, no, he like latches the door, so he definitely like. Yeah, we saw the second beauty. orangutan, and he closes yeah, the door and locks it. So <laughs> we didn't check the orangutan's undercarriage, so we'll never truly know. He's a, he's hella discreet though. Well, <laughs> yeah. closing and locking the door. Did I, did I miss? Uh, <laughs> you don't have any kids, do you? Philo saying to Clyde, um, "Don't people will talk." When he is getting kissed by the orangutan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I, honestly, that was one of my favorite moments in the whole movie. Because I was like, wow, that's actually a really sensitive way to deal with this whole situation. <laughs> I think that was back in the valley. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say that was pretty early on. Yeah, And the people that are going to talk are the same people that think he, they drink horse piss. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Them. Uh, so uh, the next day, they decide to find a fight in the next town because they're getting low on money. They go to which a is, which is Santa Fe. That's Santa Fe. Okay, mm-hmm. the, the zoo was in Albuquerque. Uh, yep. The next town was Santa Fe. Okay, they're going further north. Yeah. Uh, they go to the meatpacking plant, and Philo fights their local champ. Philo wins, but the champ, uh, besides fighting dirty, uh, the uh, locals try to welsh on their bet. Echo saves mm-hmm. the day, though. <laughs> she's got a gun in her purse, and she's a good shot. Um, Instead of having the orangutan intervene. Which would have yeah. at least been, like, made sense. Like, why like, do you have an orangutan? He's watching the fight, but it would have been cool if, like, as soon as the other guy starts fighting dirty, he's all bonk. <laughs> yeah. Swing the guy's arm off. off. Rips his <laughs> yeah. arm off. Yeah. 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 They, they can do that. Accurate. They are. Yeah. They can absolutely do that. They can't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just FYI, these um, orangutans are all juvenile orangutans because once they mature, they become way too aggressive to act in movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're not like 
catch a dog who <laughs> can clip their nuts and they're like docile. No, these motherfuckers no. will chew your face off. Yeah, they're more like Tommy Lee Jones and, Jones and Harrison Ford. They're more Ford. pissed. Yeah. <laughs> they're like Tommy Lee Jones <laughs> and Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> They'll work. <laughs> You're going to be upset they did. But don't get too close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, th- if you put one behind the, the stick of a plane, it's going to have the same result as Harrison Ford. It's going to crash. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys see Harrison Ford man. broke his arm on Indiana Jones five just like last week? So he, so he broke, he broke his foot on star Wars. He breaks his arm on Indiana <laughs> Jones. <laughs> Harry, can I call you Harry? Sit down for a bit. Yeah. You're very right, old. Some, Relax. Get that earring. Yeah. Some drink some milk. Yeah. Your bones are brittle. Stop wearing <laughs> earrings. You're in your 80s. That one earring, <laughs> it throws him off balance. <laughs> Do you think he's uh, he's brittle because, Col- Col- what's her name? Flockhart is so brittle. Calista Flockhart, yeah. <laughs> no, she's been leaching his uh, yeah. minerals from his body <laughs> over the past 15 years. <laughs> just two skeletons <laughs> grinding on top of each other. She's like a witch, just like... Oh, oh, oh my God! Two skeletons, cauldron bacon, cauldron bum. <laughs> Two skeletons getting dirty. Um, <laughs> clickety clack, clickety clack. So they they need an ape to spice up the bedroom. Two skeletons, two skeletons, and an ape. <laughs> Starring Callista Flockhart <laughs> and Clyde. <laughs> like, I do have some please. skeletons in my closet. <laughs> Me and my wife. Callista. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't remember if they're married. The, they're yeah, definitely. Are, yeah, are they not married? Too. I think they may be. I have no idea. In, you guys don't read. Uh, what people magazine in like 95 or whenever. <laughs> well, I did in 95 because again, there was there no was other no way. internet. There was no internet, but yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, meanwhile, the cops are having some target practice. I thought this was funny. How bad of shots the cops were. Yeah. Well, yeah. Until the very end. Yeah. His partner stops sandbagging and starts actually hitting shit. Yes. I don't think he was a bad shot at all. I think he felt bad because his friend was such a bad <laughs> shot. Um I I think Putnam hit the first one and then Herb hit it twice while it was uh flying through the air. Oh. I thought he hit it both times, but that makes sense that he would hit it twice in midair. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was sandbagging the whole time because his buddy was terrible and dumb. Jude Yeah, he well he saw sensitive. this he saw this can flying up and his his instincts kicked in. It's like a jungle cat. Um <laughs> they were very stormtrooper-esque. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jude asked, are they a couple? <laughs> I was like, I don't <laughs> know. Absolutely. They, I it's think Lenny so. And Carl. Yeah. We didn't really discuss the the scene. Well, we talked about how they were gonna take their medical leave, but uh they were <laughs> Uh, the metal detector on the beach. Yes. Yes. Uh, And he had him digging the hole. He had Herb digging the hole for him. Told him to just keep keep going. He was like, oh man, my bad. I brought my sand detector. (laughs) 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 You can stop digging now. It's just going to 
but also it's it's everywhere it's everywhere i'd point out that like 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 the one cop was like i'll use my medical leave to get him but the other cop is just like like yeah i'm totally down to go with you even though i don't have medical leave (laughs) yeah I'll i'll just take off on this pursuit of somebody that you got in a fight with at a bar off duty and we saw that a woman knocked into Clint and yeah. then Clint knocked into that guy, but just barely. Just barely. Yeah. So then that everyone's on cop, a hair trigger. Uh, the, everybody. Peanuts. The truck that they had, um, was that an actual police vehicle? I don't hmm. think so. I think they were trying to also have a vacation at the same time. Fishing, I think they were. Fishing. They were going to. They're going away together. They were going to go fishing, <laughs> target practice. Well, just they're, uh, they're stopping at local wineries. Yes. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, that eating too much cheese. That truck gave me such like childhood flashbacks to being in yes. trucks like that. Like with, like the like the in- yes yes <laughs> sitting in the middle and like the weird like fake like um plastic chrome on like around the door handles and stuff on the inside and like and also the um like camper shell on the back that had the little window and occasionally yeah. you'd have to put your little window your hand through that can i have a zip yeah <laughs> can i have the i had a truck like that yeah nothing beats a bench seat man for Woo. a number of reasons yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> not the least of which is the amount of Lucky. death you get in a high oh, speed yeah. impact well Think of all the sex you can have with an ape. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've been thinking about it. (laughs) They're not into each other, but they're very great wingmen. Yes. They're just trying to get this ape. They were at the porno theater. (laughs) They saw the ape. An ape in a bare knuckle box. Trying to get their nuts. Walk into a porno theater. (laughs) 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 All right. So, um,. The next, let's see. Uh, that night, Philo unloads his fears of intimacy on Clyde. Lynn goes bowling. <laughs> yeah, Clyde looks like he's like, I gotta take Philo to a human zoo and get him laid. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Lynn bowling. She's like, um, what was it? Parton and Wynette? Was it? Yeah. Hmm. If I if this is a strike, then then like it won't be partner why net. It'll be Halsey Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's the most character development we've had for her the entire movie. <laughs> uh, she kept going on. The, yeah. Where's her boyfriend? He, well, he's in the camper. Yeah, but I mean, with the shotgun. I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I've got a lot of unanswered questions about the boyfriend and her, and uh-huh. in general, what she, what her life is all about, <laughs> <laughs> where her emotions are derived, and, yeah. what she thinks she's doing, and how much she's disappointed her mother and I. Um, <laughs> She doesn't call. She doesn't write. Yeah. She's all my music career is secondary to me being an asshole. <laughs> um, so, all right. Uh, the next morning, Philo goes for a run in corduroy <laughs> pants and a leather belt. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, and we have not seen him run once. No, or exercise. <laughs> no, no, we have not. Yeah. But, but he, oh, that's the thing. I noticed, like, oh, Clint Eastwood at this point was that, like, weird kind of, like, 
he was 70s in shape. We're like, sure, he's got some muscles, but he's also like clearly drinks a fair amount of beer and spends way too much time in the sun. Yep. <laughs> um, kind of like yeah. like it reminded me of Brad Pitt in um uh Once Upon a Once Time upon in Hollywood. Time in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, that look. Um I think he's inspired by the mountain air to go take that run. <laughs> that might Maybe. do it. Maybe he was given Orville a moment with uh, the ape and his lady. <laughs> Well, if you're running, if you're running in the woods with corduroys, no one can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was running down the middle of the goddamn road. Yeah. People <laughs> hear me. I'm wearing yeah, cords, signal. man. Yeah. Yeah. Go around. Zip, zip, zip. Uh, so um, he runs into Lynn. She just drives by. Um, yeah, so weird. So and almost weird. drives away. She almost just drives away. She was going him. to drive away if he hadn't seen Which her. Which would make sense soon. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah. so she picks him up. They go back to her place and have sex. Um, yeah. This is like take my breath away Top Gun moment. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Children's ape festival yeah I mean, just like every movie. which way but lose <laughs> take me by the hand <laughs> me uh so um let's see the uh she drops him back off at his campsite telling him that she's gonna steal skylar's money and she and philo can run off together she makes a date to meet the next night at a restaurant so they can argue in an OFT. Yes. Um, the next morning, Philo goes fishing. Uh, the cops show up and decide they're... I'm, I'm really unclear on what they're going to do if they capture him. Just beat him up, shoot him, take him... Murder him, host, right? I guess. Is it murder? Yeah, they're it's, going in many states. Yeah. If you're not going to murder him, then you've put a lot of effort into his simple like <laughs> yeah. beating. I've seen yeah. bloodlust, and that is not bloodlust. No, it was no. just an excuse for them to get away together. I guess <laughs> it I think really so. was. Yeah, Michigan. they were. Yeah, what not? Well, I mean, yeah, and they become even bigger bumbling idiots there on the the hillside. Just both. Oh of them my god! Yeah, fall apart. No, at this point, like they're going like full Keystone cops. Like, yeah, um, yeah. He sends him around the lake. That's Which a was huge. Big lake. Yes. That's going to take an hour. Um yeah, I the none bit, of this made sense. No, and the bit with him getting nope. excited about the fish was cute. Yeah. Because Yeah, yeah. Because it, you know, he was wearing fishing stuff all through so like they established that early on that he's into fishing. <laughs> right. He was there to fish. He gets caught up in the love of fishing. Yeah. Um, I thought at one point he was going to actually hand him the gun when he had the fishing rod. Oh, yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, all right. So Philo beats him up. Then he goes and beats up his uh, partner um, and puts their truck in the lake. Uh, that- Man, that'll ruin a lake, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's gotta, not like, good. Good point drain the oil pan and dump the gas. Yeah, nobody's fishing in that lake for a while. Clint Eastwood doesn't give a fuck about the environment, man. He's just like, give me my fish. I'm putting your truck in the water. (laughs) Watch me. (laughs) 
Uh, that night they go to the restaurant to wait for Lynn, but she doesn't show up. Meanwhile, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Shocking. Um, mean- and Philo still blames Skylar. Yes. He still like, hasn't oh, figured it out. Oh, it's not Lynn. It's sort of like Sharon Stone and James Woods in Casino. <laughs> it's like exactly she's married to like De Niro, it. but she just can't get away from her pimp or whatever. Uh, meanwhile, the Black Widows find Lynn. I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. I just don't know what this accomplished at all because... <laughs> because the Black Widows find her and she doesn't like set up Philo. Philo just happens to run into the place where they were. But right. she was setting him up kind of. I, clearly because they they like hid in that alleyway waiting for him to find her. But how did and they just, know she was going to he was going to find her. She was trying to lose him before she never well, saw him again. She was she just was in town and town is like one stop sign maybe. So yeah, yeah, this this was a historic Georgetown, uh, by the way. <laughs> hey, mm. and we all know what historic Georgetown is all about. So <laughs> I guess that explains everything. Um, but yeah, they they show Philo walking up on her truck. Yeah, and she zooms off, and then he turns around, and Choya is down the alley or something. That man's name was Choya. Choya, two L's. <laughs> Yeah. Or Chola. I don't know. Maybe. And he was a white Nazi. He was a yeah, he, was, he was a white Nazi in his fifties. Yes. Yeah. Kind of portly. I don't understand this gang. No, it's, yeah. uh, no I, mean, I think that's name the, he, he adopted uh he adopted the name of a common cactus to show that he was prickly. <laughs> and he'll jump at you yeah. and sting you. I don't know. Well, not unlike a very organized uh, infrastructure. Yes. He was given yeah. his name. Uh, rules of order. And just he has a gavel in his bag. It's time for some justice. <laughs> some sidewalk justice. Yeah. So all right. So Philo arrives, they get in a big fight. He beats them all up while Orville uh destroys their bikes with a oh. The uh, the fun uh, spaghetti western music. Yeah, he walks up and yeah. they they do the little do 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 do. Good the ugly whistle. Yeah, that was yeah. that was that was fun. Yeah, um, and just different enough to not have to get the licensing. <laughs> right, but close enough the that Morricone, yeah. yeah, close enough to like wink at Eastwood's career. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he, he you know, he could have like said like, "Hey guys, hey Sergio, hey." uh Sorry, what was the other guy's name? Enrico. 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 Can I use this? So they're like, yeah, buddy. You can use it. We're Italian. <laughs> What's the matter, you? <laughs> With an ape? Of course. <laughs> oh, oh, an ape, you say? <laughs> yeah, I'll write ape music. I'll just leave the check blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so um, yeah, they leave and go to. I assume a Denver. I don't know. They go <laughs> assume nothing. I know they go to wherever. <laughs> I I I have to They're think in it's fucking Kansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. touring all over the place. Philo, I, ass- I assumed Denver. Yeah, Philo manages Finally. to track down where Lynn is is performing. Um, she uh, 
Does this the Zanzibar? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of bar is it? It's the Zanzibar. The Zanzibar. Um, yeah. <laughs> Named after Tony Zanza. <laughs> <laughs> Zony Zanza. Um, He's the boss. Uh, so um, she does the same thing, leaving with another man. Uh, Philo follows them out back. Wasn't that Skyler? No, 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 that wasn't Skylar. That was another someone else. Another Mark who she was gonna Uh, date and take money from. His name was Harlan. Harlan. Harlan Ellison. Harlan. Harlan So this is this is where we have uh, Lynn opening for Charlie Rich. Oh, this is the point. And then Charlie Rich plays. But then doesn't her weird boyfriend walk up? The weird boyfriend does does, does show up for his one line. Yes, Um, stare at each other. Yeah. Um, So yeah, Um, the man leaves. Lynn tells Philo she's a hustler going from town to town. Skylar is her manager, so she's basically like a hooker, kind of. But they hustle the money. He's is Skylar like they're definitely conmen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was able to definitely con men. Uh, she was able to get the money out of Philo before taking him to bed. Yes. Yeah. Like they they never consummated until somewhere between Santa Fe and uh, Georgetown. Right. And this yeah. is the point. he gave no indication of what he did for a living or how he made money. So she had no idea of even if he was a good mark. Yeah. To choose, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she no, she had no idea, but um, she seems to. Oh, just... he well, he did have a jet. He did have a trucker jacket with the, the fleece on the collar. So okay. clearly, he's swimming yeah. in money. <laughs> well, and, and she she <laughs> saw she saw a stitch on the back. It said "Ape Life." So she... <laughs> he's like, no, just luckily I ran into these bikers. I hate. Yeah. Um. But so this is why she has a breakdown. She tells him that like it was all great until you ruined it. Um, so yeah, I guess we're supposed to think harsh. that she had actual feelings for him and that ruined her conning. Um. Oh, so that was like a Shane Harry and the Hendersons moment. I like, think so. Get yeah. out of here. Well, just go. <laughs> well, no, no, I don't think it was that. I think it was like I'm a con man and you ruined it. You ruined it, and I hate you. I hate you for ruining my con. <laughs> Life. I didn't even take the money back. It wasn't like, give me my money or I'll knock you around. He was just like, I'm just trying to get kissed. They were ill-gotten games to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> they were. It's like, there's all kinds of Nazis I can rip off and sell their bikes. I got a trash truck full of them. <laughs> that yeah. wasn't my money. That was Black Widow money. <laughs> sweet, sweet Black Widow money. <laughs> sweet Nazi blood money. Yeah. Uh, so, um, he leaves... <laughs> They go out, he, uh, he and Orville and Clyde go out to a quarry where he finally fights the legendary Tank Murdoch, who we have not mentioned yep. till now, but they uh, they name-checked him a few times. He's like the best around. Yep. The bear. It's like the, the Leroy Brown. Yes. Yeah. Tank Murdoch. Um, so Philo fights him. He's winning. He's about He's to a, Tank is uh, an old older porker. Yeah. Well, um, look, yeah. hey, okay. hey, Orville, hey, hey, Orville hey, called him a porker. Okay. Yeah, yes, Orville's words. Yeah, Orville's uh-huh. words. Yes, um, but uh, yeah, exactly. But um, 
he's clearly past his prime. He's been, you know, top of the game for a long time, but now he's starting to age and he's starting to lose a bit. But um, when Philo's about to win, he sees like the crowd turning on him and has seconds thoughts and decides to take a fall and let Tank win. I guess to preserve Tank's legacy or just... Yes, that's that's exactly what I think. He He just wanted to respect this guy. That he had, had, had respected through the stories. Um, I'd also like to think that Tank, that this was Tank's last fight, mm. um, that he quit after this so he could remain undefeated. Yeah, mm. yeah. I I also thought uh, <laughs> I was like mid-fight. I thought to myself, it's gonna be a real pain in the dick when he wins, and then everybody's gonna come from all around to fight him. I think yep. that was the other thing he was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that there was a little bit of both, like his respect for Tank and his own self-preservation. Like, I don't want, I don't want this. Yeah, I like to show up and fight somebody for money. I don't want people coming to me to fight me for money. Mm-hmm. Good point. Um, so, like I had to drive mom to the DMV. <laughs> yeah. Um, back back in LA, Ma finally passes her driving test um, <laughs> with her glasses and her wig. Philo and his crew um, <laughs> head home. They pass the remainder of the Black Widows and the hapless cops. That's and- the resolution to that. Not even a conflict. Yes. You yeah. just ro- drive past. Yeah. That is the resolution to the movie. Yeah. They've been following you the whole movie and then he pulls ahead. So they're following him again, but they're like, not this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then so we roll weird. credits to. And at this at this point, we find out that we've been turned every which way but loose. <laughs> every which way. Every oh way shit! Loose. You know what, guys? What I completely forgot. We had Siskel and Ebert. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> well, did you guys see the post credit scene with Nick Fury? Yeah, man. <laughs> say. He had a couple of those like the glowy rocks. He yep. Gave him to the ape. Yeah, I did. Give it in the sequel. Yeah, that's the movie. Um, I have one unanswered question. How did <laughs> how did Ma get to the DMV? Philo and Orville were all were both in Colorado. So she drove Colorado. herself. <gasps> she she broke the, the law. law. Breaking the law. Yeah, man. Breaking the law. She's a gangster. She's I'm a black widow. Yeah, I'm going to get the my and I'm going to get laid by a guy that's my age. Right. I was born before cars. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my fucking license. Oh, my God. When I was born, Franz Ferdinand was alive. <laughs> General Francisco Franco. <laughs> I've seen them. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> this movie was not what I was expecting. I, I, yeah. I kind of loved it still, but it was... It was very different than I remembered from my childhood. I think I remembered this. I must have because there's things in my mind that I know there was an orangutan in uh, (laughs) uh, Cannonball Run too. But yeah, no, I definitely the sequel and this one were all just one big movie in my mind for sure. I don't think I'd ever seen this movie before, especially it's in its entirety. Um, I. I, I don't think I've seen the sequel before in its entirety. I didn't. Think um, uh, clips and vague memories of what have you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was fun <laughs> in a really slow, <laughs> weird way. Very slow way. Yeah. Yeah. I think Thanks. the, uh, 
Clyde driving the <clears throat> pave the paver. Mm-hmm. It just kind of sums up this movie. Yes. Yeah. Slow and the monkey's doing nothing. (laughs) (laughs) But I also can't take my eyes off him because he is an orangutan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would not get upset if I pulled up alongside one. 100% this movie would not have worked without an orangutan, which is bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise, he's tucked away. Did we? we, He's binging lost in the back of that trailer. (laughs) He's, he's just reading his favorite novels, his favorite children's <laughs> yeah. books. Um, did we talk about how uh, Philo got Clyde? Did we, we mention that? In, we did. want him in a fight. fight. Yeah. That, that was the one emotional beat in this entire movie that landed for me. Where I was like, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. It's like, I just couldn't, I couldn't stand to see him in a cage. I was like, yeah, in that's the a hand. pretty honorable thing. Yeah. And yeah. he bet his truck and two dirt bikes and fought four other guys at the same time. There was so much at stake to free this ape. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But <laughs> why didn't we get that movie? Yeah, I would have loved did. to. We did. Jay fight. and Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> they recreate that. Uh, Sentimental reasons. Yeah. They, they're, they got to have the ape. Just like Clint did. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Can. Philo seems like a nice guy for making his living from. Yeah, for a guy who will who will just punch you for any reason, really. Peanuts. <laughs> Peanuts. Really. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Yeah, that is any which way but loose. Any uh, any last thoughts on it, guys, before we move on to next month's nominees? No. No, I, no. I enjoyed it. Um uh, five and a half Molman. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and one Nolan. That's right. Yeah. One Nolan Burger. A Nolan Burger, two Molman, and an orangutan, <laughs> and a little lady. <laughs> yeah, and a little boy that nobody liked. <laughs> uh, so Orville. All right. So that is every which way but loose, which brings us then to next month and our random year generator has told us that next month we will be watching a movie from 1989 which means we have to each nominate one from 1989 um uh who will go first um Josh you won this one so why don't you go ahead and pick 89 first if you're oh, uh, if you're ready for it I think so Okay. Um, uh, let me think real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Ghostbusters uh, 2. Oh, okay. Wow. It was hard. I have others. Uh, yeah, I'm go- I'll stick with it. Ghostbusters. Wow. Okay. GB2. Yeah. I am. I am that movie. I am so torn on that movie in so many ways. Yeah, we all are. Yeah. We all are. Uh, wow. Okay. That, that'll be age. interesting. I don't think I've seen that one in 20 years. So that's going to be fun. It uh, has a fantastic explainer song. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, with the rap in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so, all right. Uh, how about um, Brian? Uh, 
there's a movie starring Howie Mandel that came out this year. Little Monsters? Called Little Monsters. Oh, dang. That was on my list, my short list. So I was born in 87. This movie came out in 89. At some point between 89 and like 91, I saw this movie and it crept its way into my nightmares for a decade. I was terrified of the people who lived under the floor as a little kid. And I haven't seen it since then. It wasn't enchanting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I turned 13 in 89, so I definitely was way too old for Little Monsters, but I, yeah, think, it, I think I saw it at some point somehow. It was it a stupid movie, yeah. but yeah, it is. Uh, is yeah. It, does Howie Mandel do his like, weird high Bobby's world voice the whole time? Occasionally, I think. I yeah, think he does it just maybe. as like a, an aspect of his character, but I don't think it's his normal spooky little monster voice Ooh, yeah. okay that's he has so much makeup on all right that's a good nomination yeah, that is that is okay so al what do you get yes okay so ghostbusters 3 was my third two sorry yeah. ghostbusters 2 was my third choice <laughs> i was Ooh. excited i was like awesome we're gonna get to see this <laughs> yes what al had um, it. um my second choice was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad you didn't because someday that may so be beautiful. one we do as a series. But yes, but um, um okay. So I it, it was the first one, first title that I came across, and uh, I knew it was the one. Bill and Ted's <laughs> Excellent Adventure. Woo! Woo! Bill and Ted. All yep, right, that's a good one. Um, All right, Chief, what's yours? Okay. Um, so, like I said, I I had, I think it's 24 different movies. <laughs> uh, take, take it easy. So I'm just going to run quickly through <laughs> some of these. I had on my, my long list, I had The Abyss, Always, Black Rain, Blaze, The Burbs, Yep. Herbs. Yeah. Dream a little dream. Um, with the Corey's the dream team with, uh, which was the other movie, that. the other movie that Michael Keaton had out in 1989 besides Batman. Um, the fabulous Baker boys with, uh, both of the bridges brothers, um, field, the dreams gleaming the cube, um, gross anatomy with Matthew Moody. Now watch that movie uh, like a bunch for some reason. And it's not a good movie. Uh, Gleaming the Cube, I love. Gleaming the Cube is an Especially at that time. Yeah, is great. There was at one point uh, where uh, Gleaming the Cube, was the name was changed Mm. uh, for like the the pre-Fox KMSB Channel 11, um, and it was called A Brother's Justice. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What does Gleaming the Cube mean? (laughs) <laughs> like you know, it's, just shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, um, Millennium with Chris Christopherson, no holds barred. Wow! Um, wow! Yeah, uh, Pet Cemetery. That was on my list. Um, uh, three fugitives. We're Aww. getting closer to. Oh, I I know what you're going to choose. Turner and Hooch. Vampires Kiss. 
Who's Harry's? Who's Harry Crumb? Weekend at Bernie's. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Who's Harry Crumb? Uh, Uncle John Buck Candy. was the same year. Wow. Yeah. yeah John yeah. Candy didn't make a lot of movies. He made a, quite a few in a short amount of time. He did. He really but, did. Yeah. So then he knew he was on the timeline. So sorry, John. <laughs> yeah, 300 so pounds sorry. and he smoked. <laughs> right. So then it came down to three. And honestly, between these three, I uh, hadn't decided up until really reading through them right now. But um, uh, my third pick was Tango and Cash. Um, I love it. Right. That movie is yeah. amazing. Uh, uh, on uh, Community, when they see Rob Corddry, the other lawyer, he's like, Tango, and he's like, Sundance. <laughs> like, we, had different, we had different partners. <laughs> My number two pick, and I was, I, I, before I was going to go with this one, before uh, this, at the beginning of this episode, this was the one I was going to go with, but then I've changed my mind since then. Um, number right. two, The Wizard with Fred Savage. Yes, that was on my list as well. And Jenny Lewis, who we talked about on the American Top Four recently. Yes, yes, yes. I really, uh, I was really going to go with The Wizard, but oh, I, I, that was going to be my number one pick. But at the last minute, I decided that my pick for the month is Roadhouse. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I am crazy for, for Swayze. So am wow. I. I love I was, that. Oh, I love that movie. I was so wrong. I, nobody, no UHF mention. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I that was good. Al, but, Al, I thought you were going to go with UHF. To, yeah, I thought one of you two were going to go with UHF, uh, Al or Thoreau. I was like, I, I nothing. He, it's so perfect. I have nothing to say. About yeah, I, I love UHF. I just didn't want to talk about it for yeah. two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like standing around and doing our favorite lines. Yeah. yeah. Like, Unanswered um, questions? Yeah, I got a few. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> How and why, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, all right. That is going to be a fun month. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Ghostbusters 2, Little Monsters, and Roadhouse. Wow. It's win, 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 but still, yeah. Roadhouse. I, Ooh. I, I saw Roadhouse. I knew somebody was going to pick Roadhouse. Um Mostly because I, I caught a a on NPR. Uh, wait, wait, don't tell me they had a clip show, and they had Regina King, mm. um, talking about. Well, she she admitted it a long time ago that she had a crush on Sam Elliott, and she mentioned specifically nice. Roadhouse. Oh, like God. the rubber band in yeah. the mouth. Pulling back the hair to fight, and, <laughs> oh, and yeah. she and she actually met him. At one point, and like admitted, according to her, admitted that she had a crush on him for so long. Oh, I personally and, know. Oh, and women. She, me- she mentioned that she's pretty sure he blushed. Aww. Yeah. It was cute. Oh, uh, so, all right. Yeah. That is going to be, that's going to be fun. Um, so, whatever one of those movies. Um, Wow, yeah. So uh, that is next month. Uh, I'll get the uh, lookout uh, patrons for the uh, poll. That's going to be up on Twitter and Facebook for you all to uh, vote for which movie we watch in August. So, uh, yeah, thanks. 
thank you all for being patrons. Thanks for uh, voting, for voting and uh, hanging out with us. Um, just a reminder, you know, guys, it's with it's because of you that we're able to keep doing this. So, uh, um, keep, thank and uh, well, you're already a patron. You're hearing this, but if you haven't, please uh, subscribe and like to the Harmless Entertainment YouTube Network. Yeah, absolutely on on our YouTube and 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 please uh, go ahead and leave us a. Uh, Review or at very least a rating on iTunes. That's the number one thing mm. that'll get us heard by other more people. Check out some of our YouTube playlists. We have, mm. uh, I forget what's on the uh, uh, phosphorescence playlist as of date, but uh, I'm trying to get up to date with <laughs> the um, uh, with the phosphorescence movie songs. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think I just got up to underdog last night. <laughs> how how many away from any which way but loose are you? Uh, it's a it's a little ways, but definitely I think I've got three or four songs that are come gonna come from this movie. Oh God, yeah, awesome. I feel like there was a I had a policy before that I wasn't using songs from the the monthly movie, but. It's changed because yeah. of every which we lose. Because like the Black you. Widows, there yeah. there are rules. Yes, there are a lot of rules. Like, apparently, <laughs> it had to come before a committee. Uh, Al is the musical treasurer. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the <treasure's> music. <laughs> oh. So, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, again. Uh, we will see you next month when we talk about a movie from 1989. Until then, this has been your host, Throw Smiley, and I'm going to go now and take my penis up to my tree. <laughs> I'm Josh CC, and I don't want you guys drinking beer except on Saturday nights. I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm not the only tree squirrel with nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Alaric Weber, and next time, I'll wear my glasses and my wig. <laughs> he looks great in them both. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.